What is up, peeps? Rico here. Super Bowl 58 is in the books, and boy, was it a gritty game full of stories and heroics. As always, joining me to discuss any and all news from the past week, the enthusiastic eagle, the mighty malice, the bulk buyer. What's up, Marcus? <laughs> the mighty malice. Oh, dude, I swear. I don't know. At this point, I don't even know if some of these are original or if you're just recycling at this point. But I, I guess... I've, I've used Enthusiastic Eagle before. Yeah, okay. Well, that's not the one I'm laughing at. I'm laughing at the mighty malice. And obviously, there's uh, there's always context behind Rico and the shit he says <laughs> for, all, for all these nicknames or whatever. But um, to explain that one... Uh, I, well, I've explained it before, right? I think I've explained that one in one of our previous, previous podcasts before. Um, mm-hmm. The whole point behind that one was just obviously character creation is one of like the biggest, biggest banes for me. And just to where if there's a character creation, it's going to take a long time. So a few years ago, I finally said, no, like anytime there's a character creation, I'm going to, I know exactly what type of character. I'm always going to make the same one and I'm going to call her Malice. If there was ever, and if I make the male version, I'm going to make the same one and I'm going to call him Bowser. So Bowser and Malice are my, are my two character creations. And then it just becomes a means of, do I want to play as a male or female, depending on class or benefits or shit like that you know what i mean so uh i think last time i used it was in power world and i couldn't think of anything and they wanted me to name my my server and i called it uh the malice battlelands and rico just loses it every time now so i didn't say anything I just, yeah right i, I just gave you the silent treatment <laughs> and you just assumed you just assumed correctly so that I was judging you in silence. <laughs> but Correctly, I didn't say so. anything. <laughs> but you were thinking, and I knew it. And as soon as I told you, and I didn't even want to tell you because I knew you were just going to go ham on it. But that explains the mighty malice and, of course, uh, the enthusiastic eagle. Uh, Super Bowl yesterday, I thought, uh, what did you think uh, of the game yesterday? Did you watch the game? Did you catch any of it? You I, actually watch, I actually watched pretty much all the game. And nice. I, I, I know a lot of people were, like, down on the game and stuff like that. But I actually like, like gritty like rugged games where it's very physical and intense and you know defense plays real well and stuff like that most people like when they watch big games like that unless it's their team like they just want to shoot out right they just want to see a lot of hyper offense and all that but i actually really enjoyed the game yesterday strangely enough the first quarter i, I again i'm also big on nitty-gritty on defense like hell yeah but that first quarter, there is a difference between nitty-gritty defense and just sloppy. That first quarter was so sloppy for both teams. Where it just kind of like, are you serious? The second half, though, again, not a lot of scoring overall. But holy hell, were these guys beating the shit out of each other. They were playing a great game, man. And obviously, not that, you know, there was any people were rooting for what and stuff like that. I'm a huge Eagles fan. And by this case, I uh, and I mentioned a bit on the podcast before that Kansas City always, uh, the Chiefs, I've always liked. They would probably be maybe a second team that I enjoy watching, you know, and just Travis Kelsey, more so because of Andy Reid and the Kelsey brothers and stuff. And then obviously, you know, Priest Holmes back in the day, Trent Green, um, uh, Tony Gonzalez, you know, just name a few guys, Dante Hall. The Kansas City was just a team that I've always kind of watched, so I, I'm very happy about their success. Congratulations to them, Patrick uh, Patrick Mahomes, entering entering a new dynasty, entering just a new time. At this point, he's and it's crazy because Tony Romo yesterday, who whom I don't give a damn what anybody says. I'm a Cowboy hater, but I thought he did a good job. There were some instances where he could have backed off a bit 
on some of the you know his intelligence when it comes to these plays and the and the calls of the coverage. But for the most part, he did a good job, and he kept making those Brady comparisons. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I think we're in that dynasty already, where Patrick Mahomes is right now the closest thing to the Tom Brady. We know we're the guy who's going to go to Super Bowl, who you never count out that we have now. And I thought that was great. I thought it was awesome, man. I said Patrick Mahomes was running and doing what he could. Travis Kelsey was playing amazing that second half. And, you know, I am going to address that incident where people are talking about with uh, the bumping of Andy Reid, right? Did you see that? Yeah, dude. I, what do you I, think of that? Tell me what you thought of that first. I, I, honestly, honestly, I know what it is to get, like, hyped up or angry and stuff in the heat of a moment, but... Oh my God, dude. Like if that guy, if, if that was like, besides Mahomes and maybe like two or three other players, had that been anyone else, bro? Like to hell with that guy. That guy's getting benched. Like you're out, you're in the locker room. Like, I don't know, man, something could, something, it, it was uncalled for. I understand where it came from, from the being upset, but oh my goodness, dude. I was just like, dude, what the hell is he doing? Like, uh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't feel strongly enough to where I don't feel strongly enough to where like something should happen to him or stuff like that. I've heard some people super outraged. I've heard I've heard some people say I've heard some people say already that it's nothing at all. Like it's just a heat of the moment thing, but like I say, if it's not Kelsey, if it's just one of the other guys on the team, I don't know, bro. Like <laughs> well, see, that and that's right. That's where I think. It's a fact that it's Kelsey. And again, I'm actually, if I fall in line where I'm like, oh, it's nothing. Granted, okay, maybe the bump was a little too much, but Andy Reid wasn't paying attention. He wasn't looking at Travis Kelsey. He was heated. But I don't know if people know the relationship that those two have. Like, people don't understand. Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, and Andy Reid. Like, if you want to talk about, like, this father and son, like, nobody's business. Like, those guys have such a, I'm, I'm going to use the word, uh, such an intimate relationship where, to the point where, like, you know, and like you said, if it's anybody else, oh, it's over. But it's the fact that it was Travis Kelsey, and he does have that relationship with Andy Reid. And again, Andy Reid, and even said, and I don't know if you saw the interview, Andy Reid, he says, oh, you know, people just happen to catch that. Like, um, uh, it, you all just happen to catch him yelling at me instead of me yelling at him. You know what I mean? And they have that relationship. And he says, and I people saw the bump, and he, I, st- I wasn't looking. I stumbled, he says, but I should have. I wasn't looking. He was downplaying. Even Travis Kelsey, obviously, apparently, uh, he did apologize to tra- And Andy Reid, and hey, and if I and he made he's making comments and people can laugh and I don't know what at the end of the day when it comes to something like that and winning makes everything makes everything easier makes everything better but in a moment like that he doesn't have to apologize to anybody but Andy Reid you know what I mean so he doesn't have to tell the media that he did he doesn't have to do anything that's the hell with the media and honestly I, I I can't stand the media you know first and foremost but if Andy Reid says yeah you apologize if he says you know I love that guy and, and obviously he's it's his way of 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 what's that word making up for obviously the 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 heat of the moment type thing again you're a competitor and even then andy reed even said he goes yeah he wanted to play he wanted to be in and he fumbled and you know and, and he he let me know he wanted to play and, he, and again i didn't think anything of it um it's andy reed and again if it, if it were anybody else by all means but it's just i know the type of relationship that they have that they have you know andy reed with the commercials and the heights podcast that the kelsey brothers do and the way they just the way they talk about their stories, they're, they're growing up in college and just the relationship that they have. There's no there's no animosity. There's no nothing whatsoever in regards to kind of what that, ha- like what transpired there. You know, and again, that's because 
I've listened. I know. Uh, big fan of both guys and not defending anybody. Was it a little, was the bump a little too much? Yeah, but AW yelling, I get it. You know what I mean? And again, like you mentioned, it's the heat of the moment, but yeah. I, I didn't see anything wrong with it. But because it, because it's Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid. Had it been any other person, oh, it would have been over. But it's because of the, it's those two guys and the father relationship that they have. And, you know, if you look at Travis Kelsey, he was kind of messing up in college and stuff like that. Jason Kelsey was always the one mentoring him. And then when Andy Reid, because Andy Reid drafted Jason Kelsey when he was the Eagles, and then he drafted Travis Kelsey. He called up Jason Kelsey and says, hey, he says, your brother, what's he like? And Jason Kelsey told me, he goes, okay, I want him. Since day one, Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid have been like together. You know what I mean? So the camera caught a spat. It caught something, but I can only, obviously, you know, behind the scenes is a lot worse. You know, coach has told, my coach uh, has told me off in different ways. And there's times where I looked at coach because, you know, I was mad or something like that. And, you know, even times where players get into their face. And, you know, a lot of things happen behind the behind closed doors and stuff like that and coach just told me some crazy stuff <laughs> uh good times uh, you know i miss him but aside from the point you know the, the camera just happened to catch something and again competitors and travis Kelsey's a big guy <laughs> yeah so I, I don't feel i don't feel like he crossed the line because obviously the line is determined by but yeah. the, the, the line is yeah. determined by, by 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 the two people you're right. Exactly. Uh, that's a good point. But but I but I do think he went overboard a little bit, and then yeah, yeah, that's, and then that's coupled that's coupled good. coupled with the frustration of the game and how you know it happened right after what a turnover, I think. Yeah, right uh, after yeah. a fumble, a, right after a, a, a fumble, turn, a turn a turnover, a fumble where they pulled Travis him out of the Kelsey, game. Yeah, they pulled yeah. him out. They whether it was a breather or something, they pulled him out. The guy who went in for missed the block that caused the fumble. <laughs> So I guess in football terms, you know, yeah, but I think so, you did it. You so said it perfectly. It, I, I think in, that. in all context, in all context, he did not cross the line, but he did go a little too far. But, I, that's, that's but, I, I... but if Andy Reid is over it, I think everybody else should be too, to be yeah, honest. Uh, you, you hit them. That's perfect. Well said. I think that's there. He didn't cross the line, but he did go low overboard. I think that's exactly that. Yeah, you put it. And again, whatever man to man, and that goes. In, if you go into the stories, you know they, he doesn't have to apologize, apologize to anybody. He doesn't have to talk to anybody, but Andy Reid behind closed doors, and nobody's gonna ever find out. You know whatever's said between the two. But if Andy Reid says it's good, yeah, we're good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Big red yeah. baby, big green. At one point, oh man, son of a bitch. He's he's the best coach in the league right now. I've always, I've always met that. Like damn, we. I wish we would have kept it, but you know he. He did his own thing. I'm always going to root for Andy Reid, man. Always, always, always. And that's an Eagle fan, man. That's And all the Eagles fans feel the same way. Andy Reid, man. Yeah, I really didn't have a dog in this fight. But uh, just to finish up my thoughts with the game, uh, I mean, how can you... Patrick Holmes was not going to be denied, man. Like, Hey, dude, winners. Holy crap, dude. Like, talk Somebody about put it. just being the man and saying, nah. This ain't happening yeah. to me. Like, oh my goodness, man. Like, you, you just can't. You just, even if you don't like the guy, you can't not respect what he did yesterday. Oh, dude, he played uh, hard. So. And, pe- and people said, oh, Brock Purdy, he played. Brock Purdy had a good game, had a good game. And then somebody had a great says, game. And somebody says, but a great game isn't going to beat the, a champion. I said, oh, I said, dude, <laughs> I, you know, that was crazy. But again, uh, I'm not, you know, thinking of last year, right? Jalen Hurts had a phenomenal. If, if Brock Purdy had, a 
Great game. Jalen Hurts last year against Patrick Mahomes had a phenomenal game. And last year was a shootout. You know, we're talking about 30, 40 point games. Or this year, obviously, it was Kansas City had probably the best defense that they've had in the last, I think Andrew said it a while back, in the last, you know, eight years, you know, and the defense has really played out and really showed. I was super impressed. And I kept telling my cousin Andy um, with the secondary. I wish the Eagles had a secondary like that because, oh my God, they were playing man to man. Very rarely did you see any like cover options, and I, you know, but man to man, they were just playing in their face, and they were locating the ball, denying them beautifully. I was just, I said, those secondary right there, man, golly, man, is and Christian yeah. McCaffrey is just an animal in his own. Like uh, the, that was one of the surprises. I'm su- I'm surprised they stopped running running, running him like they did. Cause, dude, <laughs> the he memes. was, he, dude, he was nuts, man. He was fighting, bro. I'm, I was surprised they stopped riding him so much because he yeah, was kicking they, ass, bro. If, if they wanted to kind of seal it out and, you know, they there was a lot of things that people say, oh, man, I almost got lucky. 49ers had option, had chances. They missed the, they missed the yeah. extra point. They they had a fumble. They The punt return didn't help them out. You know, people create their own luck, man. And those guys, both uh, both teams play hard. But I'm an Eagles fan. Screw the Niners, man. No, no, no. That fumble on the... That fumble that hit the heel was crazy. That one was was nuts for the. It was huge for the for the Chiefs. And then yeah. uh, and then what was the other one? Oh, the the one sec guy in the secondary celebrating on the side of the of the field and getting hurt. Like that was oh, nuts. He was you know he wasn't celebrating. He was hurt. going into the game. Yeah, I, I thought like. Lost. There we go. Yeah, he was he was about he to was, go in. He, he stepped went, and just boom, done. You saw his Achilles, dude. It Freak was accident. It was wow, dude. And there was people, a lot of injuries, like oh, in, yeah. in general too. They were playing hard. Yeah, people were tired. Yeah. They were playing hard. But that Greenlaw man, where he was going in, you saw it. You saw it. Just like, just like, they didn't close up, but um, his Achilles it popped just like it's just like um, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that one. That one was wild, dude. Because we're we we came back from commercial break or something, and that's yeah. where they showed it. I think they're like, "You're not going to believe what just happened," but and then they show you, and you're like, "What?" He steps, and then he's on the ground, and he's out. Yeah. So that was uh, that was that was tough. But I mean, uh, I mean, good on the 49ers. Good eff- good effort. Brock Purdy, I thought played really good, but I mean, against the the generational talent that Mahomes is. Pfft, that's just yeah. not enough, man. You cannot. It, it, it's crazy because there's that comparison again, uh, like you brought up about Brady. You do not want to give him or leave him with a chance because if you do, yeah, and he's, he's going to time he's, and he's, time again, he's gonna man. Get you. He's going to get you. Yeah. So yeah, there's in this case, if if Patrick Mahomes is Tom Brady, Peyton Manning would probably be. And people always say, um, as of right now, Josh Allen because they just duke it out so often. And, but Patrick Mahomes always wins, and no matter how close Josh Allen is, you know it's it's crazy because we grew up with all those guys, but the new generation has quickly like solidified themselves as some of these quarterbacks that we're already you know the rivalries been amazing, amazing. It was a great football season. Obviously, Eagles next year will do better. We already hired our offensive defensive coordinators. They're going to call the plays, and I'm just waiting to see what else the offseason brings. But with that, now we're in the full blown the NBA. This weekend we have All Star Weekend, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one, two other things I wanted to ask you before we move on. Uh, halftime. What did you think? Uh, <laughs> did you not? Did you not like it? Did you think it was okay? Did you? Was it better than expected? 
What did you think? Well, to be fair, my expectations were already super low. So the fact that, and it started off very, I was like, Ugh. he came out slow. He was doing, obviously, he looked his age, man. Oh, my. And then uh, he kind of started getting into it with when he started transitioning between Burn Confessions. And then you had uh, Her came out. Uh, I think that's how yeah. you, yeah, Her yeah, came out. Her. And then the other, well, what was the other guy's name? Uh, I don't remember. Well, anyways, he's besides the point. People were calling him Cee Green. I was like, I don't think that's Cee Green, man. It's somebody else. But then, <laughs> I, and I was, and I was telling my cousin, oh, here, here comes Lil John, man. Lil John's gonna come out. He has to. With it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, and Lil John comes out. Me and my cousin were just we're ballistic because we were laughing and laughing. So once the appearances, once Alicia Keys, oh, she the first one came out, like, like she she killed it. Something was wrong with the sound. Um, the sound tester must have kind of it was a little off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something was off there. But Alicia Keys killed it. Um, Lil John came out, uh, Ludacris came out, and so yeah. I guess it, I, I it was better than a lot better than I, what I thought. But it mainly be, it was not sure. <laughs> it was everybody else, but it was good. I, I actually enjoyed it. I was I was bumping to it, and you know it was good stuff. I can't complain. Yeah, it was about what I expected. I thought it would be a, you know a good show, and I thought yes, even though he doesn't have the super high energy. All, not all his songs are high energy he is high energy so i thought he brought the energy that his songs maybe lacked at times i thought the performance with her where she added the the guitar onto one of his songs dude that was amazing i thought they should have done that for more of his songs and they would have pushed it over the edge to be more high energy than that slow but i know like he went uh, here and there with different things. They had the uh, the roller skates. They did the thing with Alicia, which a lot of people were going crazy about with the little hug that he gave her there at the end. Um, but well, she looked great. With a statement. Did you see that? I didn't see. Well, it was all positive. And again, he's professionals are professionals, man. Like those yeah. guys. Are just, I figured. Yeah, and he was just like, hey, it's part of the show. He goes, you get it. Uh, keep the main thing, the main thing. So y'all did amazing. And he was super positive. Good. And it's funny because... I I figured like they're not they're not the kind of people to just go out there and just do all this crazy stuff like hey, I, he and kudos man because he's he, a performer too so he knows yeah performer he he said it and people are like that's 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 a good relationship if you ever saw one so kudos to Swiss for you know just having everybody's back and just being awesome about it so that was cool Swiss Beats it's been a minute since I even heard his name <laughs> yeah and then uh like you said uh, bringing back Lil John and Ludacris for for yeah. And just kicking it, you know, finishing it off like that was just good for us millennials that grew up with a lot of Usher music. It was kind of just that trip. Yeah. Uh, my my sister said that she got she was in the doghouse because when Usher took off his his shirt, that she yelled, and uh, her, <laughs> her husband didn't like that too much. So. <laughs> with Usher, dude, apparently there was all kinds of beds. There was a guy I saw online. He says, "Oh man, uh, my brother-in-law started screaming when uh, when Usher took off his shirt." He says everybody was kind of confused until he said that he had a bet. What is it like a thousand-dollar <laughs> yeah. bet that he was going to take off his shirt? He, he ended dude, up winning his bet. <laughs> dude, of course it was going to happen. There was no way that he wasn't going to take off his shirt, bro. But uh, I thought it was—I thought it was a good show. You know, it's not—it's not the best, it's not the worst, but it—it it was solid. It, it was solid. It, it was solid. I know last year, compared to last year, Rihanna was was pregnant, so she couldn't do much of the entertaining and stuff like that. But her songs were jams. It, I, but you know, not take away. But I—I I would say it was better than last year's. That's because last year's was kind of you know, and for me personally. Okay. Okay. So last thing, commercials. There was there was uh, quite a few trailers. 
there was some commercials that were funny. Nothing crazy like in some of the last few years. Uh, I did notice that at, I think it was in the first quarter or maybe the first half where like every other commercial I saw Jeff Goldblum. And I was like, what? Like this guy's in everything now. Uh, but uh, what did you think of the commercials? What did you think of the trailers? Anything uh, stand out to you? Two things. Uh, the commercials, and the, the one I actually thought was kind of funny was that I think, which uh, again, it helped that it had a crazy cast with a Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Okay. I was like, uh, Ben Affleck came out, and I was just like, oh, here, Matt Damon. Jennifer Lopez came out too, but I was like, where's Matt Damon? Where's Matt Damon? And sure enough, he's there in the background. I said, there he is. <laughs> so I, I was kind of cracking up with that. But obviously, the um, the Wicked trailer uh, looked mm-hmm. kind of cool with Ariana Grande, and she's obviously, you know, a talented singer, so she'll kill it. The other one was the. Um, the TV series Shogun, and again, that's just more because samurais are cool, and I want to see what that's all about. I think it's coming on Hulu. But of course, the one that I just went, I was just actually expecting and waiting for already was Deadpool, mm-hmm. the Deadpool trailer. So Deadpool looked amazing. I said, "Oh, watch the rest online." You best believe during the game. I said, "Tell with this." I found, I found, I saw it at my tia's house, at my aunt's house. So I found a little spot, a little quiet spot. And I started watching the two and a half minute trailer by myself, and I was geeking out because oh, it's gonna be good. <laughs> it's gonna be it amazing. Is. It is, and I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how they incorporate the TVA. If you don't, if you don't know, the TVA is uh, they're introduced like in the Loki series. Uh, so that, like, I knew, I knew uh, of the TVA from that series, and. One of our boys, uh, the actor that plays Tom, is uh, going to be like the TVA agent in this show. I mean, yeah. in this movie. So that, that's going to be pretty cool. Uh, I also did uh, see uh, the Planet of the Apes new trailer, yeah, which yeah, I was yeah. excited for. It was another one where it's like, okay, watch it out online. And best believe everybody's pulling out their phones for those big trailers. Yeah. Uh, Wicked, I thought it looked cool too. And there was this one commercial. I don't even know what it was for because I was laughing my ass off of the Eagles and the Seahawks flying around. I was like, dude, what is this commercial even for? Did you see that one? I don't think I did. I must have missed it. Okay, I'll have to, I'll have to get it and send it to you. But uh, yeah, uh, the Dunkin' Donuts one was hilarious too. Uh, but that was pretty much it. Like it, it, it was. Uh, there was some good stuff, but not like in years past where every every other commercial is making you laugh like crazy. Oh yeah. Uh, there was a meme going around about Timu, about Timu being like every so often. Oh Timu, man, Timu, Timu. Yeah, he, he had a lot. I think they had like three. The other one that was kind of interesting was the uh, that religious commercial. People were like, "Oh, we have a million dollars to spend on religion." But it's funny because people kept picking up the price. Oh, you have two million. Oh, you have three million. Oh, you have four million to put to for a Super Bowl commercial, but you can't feed the homeless. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, people, people were going hard, man. Okay. Uh, the one last thing I wanted to talk about from yesterday was uh, a lot of people got really upset and up in arms and crazy. Not not all upset, but we're laughing. This this uh, Joe Biden, uh, like this the game was fixed meme. Did you see that? And he embraced it yesterday. He tweeted it out. He tweeted out like a picture of himself with like his eyes green. And it was like, oh, everything went as as planned or whatever. The game last night. That's kind of cool. Yeah, because people people were saying, oh yeah, like the of course the Chiefs are gonna win. Like they, it's the deep state. Like they want the Chiefs to win because of uh, Taylor Swift and oh man, being, being all weird and crazy about all this BS. And he like embraced it, and a lot of people didn't like it, bro. Hey, dude! Straight people up, like we—I was laughing all season. Like, I was, and people were saying, "Oh, Taylor Swift!" As soon as, as soon as it came out that Taylor Swift 
was not doing the Super Bowl, and then that she was in a relationship with Travis Kelsey, I said, hey, man, Chiefs are winning. I mean, that's part of the script. It's part of the script. She brings in she brings in revenue. She had all kinds of people saying, hell, there's even people saying that the bump was part, was part of the script to get the Swifties all up in arms to tune into the game. You should see all kinds of these conspiracy theories. They're crazy. And obviously, no, they were going to win. The reason Taylor Swift didn't do the Super Bowl performance because she couldn't play favorites and be the girlfriend of the team that won the Super Bowl. Are you crazy? That's playing favorites. Nuts, yeah. bro. Nuts. Okay, I found the commercial here. Let me send it to you just so you can... I can get a reaction here about this. I'm going to DM it to you. I don't... I guess it's for Sunday ticket, but I was like, dude, what am I watching right now? Um, but yeah. Did you get I it? it long, yeah. Yeah, you could just... I mean, just look at what's happening. I was like, what am I watching? I was just laughing my ass off. <laughs> That's why they got all the bird teams. Yeah, dude. And I thought of you right away because I'm like, of course it's the Eagles. It's not the bird teams. They say Cardinals, uh, Ravens. They say the Cardinals. They say the Ravens, Seahawks, and the Eagles. But the Cardinals, where the Cardinals at? <laughs> what? The Ravens in the in the tree. What? Dude. Yeah, so that one got a good laugh out of me too. But uh, yeah, um, I didn't have too much anime stuff, or I didn't have anything from anime this week. Did you have anything you wanted to throw out there? If not, we can jump right into film. Anything to throw out there? Again, we're February. We're in the middle of the winter season. I know anime is popping off. There haven't been. I think there is some sort of presentation coming out soon. I totally forgot which one. Uh, don't quote me on that. But I know a lot of there's a lot of positive buzz behind. Um, solo leveling people are watching it and you know enjoying it and again i keep telling people like oh you know like the fight scenes in the manga were amazing like i'm talking like if the if the animation the fight scenes hold up it's going to go down as probably one of the best looking fight scene type of anime out there the story that's something totally different you, you don't worry about that <laughs> uh but we'll get there when we get there the only other thing i have is they did release a couple of um teaser visuals uh dan 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 had an awesome visual that's probably the one i'm most excited for here coming in october uh, a few months from now but other than that nothing too crazy just you know, a lot of stuff there's a lot of visuals the the suicide uh, squad isekai anime is getting more more uh, visuals and and stuff like that so but no nothing to that i did finally finish the dress rosa arc i'm on episode 750 okay so there i am there i think i'm what? more progress yeah, more progress. I think if, if I think at a thousand eighty, two fifty would be at a thousand. So I'm at I'm close. I'm I'm about to hit. I'm maybe about thirty forty episodes away from hitting the two hundred, like to being in the two nineties. So I'm happy about that. Okay, almost, bro. Hey, it's amazing, dude. Honestly, every, I'm stretch. It's it's awesome, dude. Like I need more. I, I'm not even exaggerating when I say I just need more type more One Piece media because there's no way I'm gonna exist without it anymore. <laughs> Dang, I've fallen behind a little bit on my on the animes I'm watching, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna catch up here soon, and I'm gonna get into them. It's okay. Binge watching is always the best watching. Everybody knows that. Yeah, I don't I don't mind because I mean they're always there, so I'm just gonna go back and watch. I've I've been hearing some good things again about uh, some of the new characters in Free Run, so I'm really particularly excited about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but if nothing else, I'll jump over to some of the movie stuff we got for this week. Uh, we got a, a little teaser trailer for Moana Part 2. Uh, we also got word from Bob Iger that the MCU volume will be reduced, I guess, to kind of combat that uh, superhero fatigue 
you know, Marvel Cinematic Universe fatigue where we've been, you know, experiencing yeah, yeah. for the last like, couple of years. Uh, and they're supposed to focus on more of their quote unquote stronger franchises. So uh, let's kind of see by how much they reduce. And if we kind of go back to like basics uh, with some of those shows, movies and stuff like that. Uh, we also did get a, <clears throat> an announcement that the Mandalorian and Grogu movie is going to be coming in 2026. Uh, I know we do have that movie that's supposed to be centered around uh, Rey and her reestablishing of the Jedi Order. Now we also have a Mandalorian and Grogu movie coming. Uh, we also did see that uh, Percy Jackson getting renewed for a second season at Disney+. Plus. Uh, have, that's another thing I haven't finished, but I will. Uh, and to me, the most exciting one is HBO is now in development of a series centered around Aegon's Conquest. Yeah. Uh, so for the Game of Thrones fans out there, that's something people have been asking for for a long time. Uh, we already have uh, House of the Dragon Season 2 coming this year. The Hedge Knight is also supposed to be dropping after that. And for those of you Game of Thrones heads that know uh, of the Hedge Knight, whose name is Sir Duncan the Tall, I believe that Aegon squires for him at some point. So I figured the Hedge Knight will probably lead into Aegon's conquest in some form or fashion. So, you know, we have, that's hopefully three really good series that us Game of Thrones fans can kind of just ride going forward. Uh, thoughts on, those, on any of those things? I kind of just threw them all out there. That way we can get into gaming because gaming, there's some good stuff. So just uh, obviously Game of Thrones, Aegon's conquest, we always knew it was coming. It was just a matter of, of when. So that's amazing. Um, Percy Jackson, what kind of threw me off? Well, I just saw a picture right now, and they look older. And it just occurred to me that they're probably going to do the Harry Potter treatment. If there's six books, which there is, right? Six books. They're going to probably be older when they get to six books, six books, unless they kind of like speed through it. Now, if they kind of follow the Harry Potter formula, where I guess the further in they get, the more dark and gritty it gets, I think I'd be a lot more about it, if anything. But we'll see on that. Uh, there was one other thing you had mentioned that was kind of cool. What else? Did, what, what did you say first? Uh, MCU, MCU reducing Moana, Mandalorian. Moana's going to be great. Man, Mando's going to be great. Reducing the MCU, thank you, because I was one of those, and I was very adamant about my superhero fatigue. last one I saw was uh, Guardians of Galaxy 3. I'm excited for Deadpool because Deadpool, yes, it's Marvel, but does it follow any of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Uh, not really. We are getting Wolverine. It looks like the tie-ins are kind of happening. We've always gone a little Easter eggs and stuff like that, but it's always been its own standalone story for the most part. So it seems here now they're finally kind of trying to tie in. Hopefully not too much because, again, that's where the fatigue happens where people have to kind of start watching different media, start reading different things to kind of just get a grasp instead of just watching a movie. People just want to go watch a Deadpool movie. So it, it, the trailer, again, going back to that trailer, looks amazing. So um, the Marvel MCU kind of cutting back, That's I think that's good news all around. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, so hopping over into gaming, I'll hit uh, the first one is kind of just or the first two are just quick. Elden Ring mobile game supposedly in development, which it's supposed to be a ways away, but who knows what that could end up being. Elden Ring still super popular. Uh, we're anticipating DLC at some point this year. Uh, we could get an announcement any day now as it's going to be the second anniversary of the game dropping in a couple of weeks. Um, also, we did have news from Stellar Blade. The devs from Stellar Blade, I don't know if you read this, but 
Yes. They, they say that they put special <laughs> attention into our character's backside because it's very important because it's one of the things that the the player sees the most. He, he, so, they finally get it, dude. Yeah. They, they finally get it. Why not? Hey, dude, people are always looking, especially in third in third type of party games, you want to have a badass character or you want to have something nice to look at. I know that's why Omar plays as females also. We all know why. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about yeah, that's because they have a smaller hitbox. Yeah, right. <laughs> a smaller hitbox, yeah, right, right. When you, when you what is it reduce the sliders all the way so you're harder to hit? Yeah, you're right. Harder to hit. <laughs> <laughs> uh one last thing. The uh one piece and Fantastic Four is rumored to be coming on Fortnite. Oof. So yeah, would that be considered Disney's first? Is Disney Fantastic Four would be under Disney, right? Since it's Marvel. Yeah, Marvel. Would that be? Would that, you have to ask Andrew on that because Andrew asked actually asked us that question a while back. Yeah, so, well, we were talking. We were talking, or I, that's why I thought I thought about it because he brought it up. Like, oh, now we read that Disney has made some sort of investment in Epic, so obviously some of their stuff is probably going to become in a Fortnite. Uh, so Fantastic Four, I guess, would count if that's true. Again, oh. just a rumor, nothing confirmed at this point, but it's just going out there. And then One Piece, One Piece would be qu- would be really cool. There's already a lot of anime stuff in there, so one more of the big ones in there would be awesome. Uh, there was also some news about from Xbox that, uh, much like we talked about last week uh, with PlayStation, there is supposedly two Xboxes in the work for the next generation. One being like the beefier, stronger console, and one that supposedly is going to be a dockable handheld console. A little less powerful, but, you know, it's going to have that versatility that we see in the Switch, supposedly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, just rumors that that are going out uh, around. What do you think of this? Do you think it's a good move? Do you you call a copycat copycat? Or what what do you think here? I guess... What's that? I said, and I've said this phrase, but I'm not making this teacher. Imitation is the best form of flattery. Yeah. And in this case, I guess, and the, uh, always the difference is that, that is that Xbox has always been very vocal about, and Phil Spencer's always been very vocal about just unifying the gamer and every, and you know, he's always given given props to Nintendo to PlayStation. He's always been very gamer friendly. Gamer friendly. Or PlayStation's always been like, no, we we came up with this ourselves. When they, all, everybody knows that they copy and stuff like that. But again. If it's successful, it works. Why not bring it to other consoles and stuff like that? So I, I will never mind anything that that was going to progress gaming. That's going to make my gaming life easier. You know, I know people when the Kinect came out, I wasn't about it. For example, PlayStation VR, I'm not about it. Will I give it a try? Maybe if it's up my alley. But someone out there is playing it. Someone obviously, you know, enjoying it. By all means, I'm not. I'm not enough. You know. I'm not entitled or anything like that. He'd be like, no, you should be working on this because I need to play the No, hey, somebody out there is doing something good for them, bringing them money, more money for games. I'll, I'll never bash any, anything like that as far as, you know, just as a gamer. So if someone out there is coming up with something new or trying to something new or trying to check if it works, I, I do appreciate, you know, that, that, what's that word I'm looking for? Um, like investment, I guess, right? For better or for worse. Yeah. Okay, and being that you are one of those gamers that you have the PlayStation, you have the Xbox, you have the Switch, you have a PC, do you think there being two different 
consoles for in the Xbox the ecosystem. Do you think you would stick with the stronger console, or do you, or would you opt to be able to play docked and undocked? Would you go for the handheld? Uh, both. <laughs> and again, that's just me because I have, I guess, the means, right? If I were to pick one, my Xbox has become more of my entertainment thing than anything else. That's where I kind of watch everything. Even my girlfriend knows how to kind of just navigate the Xbox and stuff like that and know where, knows where everything at and stuff like that. Um, would I play stuff off, docked? Absolutely. I'm more inclined to play something that is, is portable docked or on my in my hands than probably something sitting down. You know, my, my PlayStation, I haven't bought the remote, uh, the PlayStation remote or anything like that. Um, if I got it, I would use it, but it's not something I particularly need right now unless, obviously, uh, like somebody had mentioned, I, I can play it, I guess, around me, but I want to play it on the go. You know what I mean? That That, yeah. to me, has always been the big, big thing. Um, if yeah. I'm able to play Xbox games or have Game Pass on the go, shoot, by all means, you know what I mean? Yeah, and the reason I ask you in particular, because I know you play a lot of handheld Switch. So I figured, especially with the new, with the recent news of a lot of those Xbox games are going to be coming to PlayStation at some point, you know, I could see you having your Switch by your bedside or by your couch or whatever i could see you having i could see you having your xbox console whatever it's going to be called your xbox handheld you know by your couch by your bed whatever and i could see your playstation being like your beefy console where that you have hooked up to your tv and you know you're gonna have uh all those games the only thing i don't know is how it'll work with game pass i don't know what's gonna happen with game pass if you know. I, I would I would hope it'd be something relative to like the Steam Deck, you know. Uh, uh, if I have it downloaded, I can play it and can just kind of play on the go. But again, you would obviously need the online capabilities. But um, if you download the game, I w- I wouldn't see why you wouldn't have access. To, you know, it's almost like you own it, right? It's just installed, um, and you can play it just like you can play a Switch offline anywhere as long as you have the the data for it. Oh I yeah, yeah. Like that. Well, or what do you mean? Well, no, what I meant was, I don't know. You know, Sea of Thieves, uh, what's the other one? Um, this latest Bethesda game. Uh, oh. Starfield. Starfield, oh. Sea of Thieves are supposed to be coming to, to PlayStation. But you might not be inclined to play those games because you can't play them on the PlayStation for free. Mm. You know, you understand? Yeah. Like, like uh, you know, maybe you don't play those games because if, if you primarily make your PlayStation your home console... At your, on your TV, like that's, you know, Game Pass is not an option there. Yeah. You'll have to pay for those games, which that entry level payment, it might say, nah, I'm not going to try that game at all. But yeah. you could still play it on your, your Xbox because you could hook it up just like the way, you know, your Switch works or whatever. Yeah. But uh, you would opt to go for both. You think you would get both? Probably. If I, if, if, if I could, I would. Uh... I just, you know, whatever is going to be easy for me. Strangely enough, if the PlayStation had more of the of the of the dock undocked, that would probably be my second most played if I if I'd have my Switch because I love all the games that PlayStation. Obviously, the more anime s type games and stuff like that, and it would be awesome to kind of play those and, and stuff. Okay. So, so I thought that was really interesting, and I thought that would be that's a that's a really cool one, and that's one that I hope is true because I do play a lot of my Xbox and. Uh... 
I would love to be able to take those games on the go with me. Yeah. So, I mean, that's uh, that's kind of when I that's one announcement that I kind of have my fingers crossed is true. Rumor, a rumor at this point, not announcement. Rumor. Yeah. But uh, the other thing, which I was actually shocked, I was very, very confident that today we were going to get an announcement about a Nintendo showcase. Sometimes. Oh, not week. me. Oh no, baby! If it's gonna, if there's going to be one, no, no, no joke. Here's the way it's going to work. Okay. Again, my prediction is for this week. I said the teens this week and I thought, I thought tomorrow. I thought it was going to be tomorrow. I thought they they're, were going to announce. I thought they were going to announce today for tomorrow. No, my thing is they're going to announce tomorrow for a Wednesday. That's my prediction. And I've been saying the teens, and I think a lot of leaks have been saying also this week. There are a few that say next week, but in my and there's even some that I saw there going to be like a showcase mini. If it's a mini, yeah. that that could push it more towards Thursday. But I'm I'm going. I'm, I heard Friday, I'm Friday, yeah, or Friday, yeah. Minis can be on Thursday or Friday. They wouldn't mind putting something like that on on Friday either. But if if there's going to be a main showcase, they're announcing it tomorrow for Wednesday. That's and that's my again. I've I've just seen rough weeks and stuff like that, and and it's funny because I've been seeing a lot of oh people uh, people in the predictions. That's like oh you know they look at back all these things. I was like yeah I'm I'm calling dates here baby. <laughs> I'm calling dates. It's gonna be the teens. It's gonna be this Wednesday. That's my prediction. Um. So if you don't get an announcement tomorrow before nine o'clock, yeah. It don't even. I won't expect one. The only other time you could would be for the afternoon. But if they announce it at two or four o'clock, it's more likely going to be a mini. You can and you can take that to the bank. <laughs> yeah, well, that that's the big rumor. The big rumors being that we're getting a mini this week, or ne- or possibly next week. But I, the the biggest rumor has been this week. The most consistent one has been sometime this week. We're supposed to be getting a mini, so that leading it to be later in the week. Uh, and the other rumor is that we are going to get a Switch 2 announcement in March. Yeah, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. I, I think I mentioned it, right? If, the, if there is going to be anything for the Switch 2, it's going to be one of those things where at the end of the show, they'll be like, oh, uh, uh, pay attention. Or what is it? On this date in March, we're going to have a Switch 2 showcase, so make sure you tune in or something. I, I think I mentioned that last last podcast also, that if we did get some Switch 2 information, it's going to be very brief giving us a Nintendo showcase for the Switch 2. If it's gonna, they're, they're saying March, which is actually earlier than what I thought, but again, that, that'd, be, uh, that'd be more in line with um, giving them their own showcase, where I thought the first reveal, like the first full-blown everything kind of coming together would have been June. But obviously, then if they if they showcase in June, I mean in March, then in June's going to focus all about just software, which is great for me. So I don't, I'm all about it. So we'll see. But I'm excited because I already see some of the rumors, which to all I ever want is backwards compatibility. It'd be the dumbest thing if they, never, if, if they ever get away, got away from it. So I'm happy about that. Yeah, so I mean, that would make more sense, right? Mini this week. Uh, in two weeks, uh, Nintendo Direct, and then sometime in March, we get the announcement for a new console. Everybody can start getting their pocketbooks ready for, you know, winter of this year. Um, and the rumors for the Switch 2, like you said, backward compatibility and Switch Pro, Switch 2, Switch whatever game enhanceability. So the the specs are that it is supposed to be a better piece of hardware. Uh, and game makers will be able to enhance their games, much like when we got, you know, the Xbox One uh, X or Series X, you know, their Series X enhanced or, um, you know, PS PS uh, Pro enhanced, stuff like that. So we will be 
they will be able to beef up those games a little bit. So, uh, yeah, it'll be a good couple weeks in here coming for Nintendo if all this is true. Um, so, yeah. Uh, did, did the Mario and Donkey Kong game come out already, or when is that? It's supposed to be soon, uh, right? This Friday. Nintendo games usually drop on Friday. I'm thinking this Friday. Okay. So, yeah, that's another, that's another big one. And as it stands, we don't have any other thing, like crazy, crazy games announced. So, it makes sense that they'll, give us, the, they'll give us the Switch soon announcement soon and then thereafter they'll give us like some big launch titles for that game yeah you know yeah. Uh, you know as well as like some oh these games are going to be this list of games are going to be enhanced for the next switch switch to um, launch with with the next mainline super mario game yeah makes sense it's gonna be huge it's gonna be big i'm excited how about Overwatch. This week, this past week, we got the trailer for season nine of Overwatch, which is going to be the season of champions. Uh, we also did get patch notes that uh, ended up confirming the leaks that oh, we yeah. that we talked about. Well, we were very vague about <laughs> in talking about those uh, those leaks from uh, from like what a week ago, two weeks ago, yeah. but uh, they ended up being true. With like the health buffs and stuff like that, the self healing of a lot of uh, the characters, new um, passive uh, things with uh, with roles, role passives. So, uh, what do you think? Did you watch the trailer? What did you think of the trailer? What excited you the most? And then I, we'll get into the patch notes. I did see the trailer actually. I think uh, you did. Think. Yeah, it was the one where they had the Cowboy Bebop. That was that's probably what I was most excited for. And I was pissed, and I'm always pissed when it comes to stuff like that, because, like, damn it. I always say, I'm never going to buy another skin, I don't know what, but then they come, but then the Cowboy Bebop uh, theme came out there at the end, and I said, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was pissed, because they're going to take more of my money. I need to stop. And it was, I, 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 Rico was already saying, like, uh, who, who are you hoping for, what he got? I said, man. Spike, Faye, and Ian, those are probably my three right there. Jet, maybe, but, you know, we'll see. There's, there's going to be some great ones. There's going to be some good ones, and I'm just excited for that. I know a lot of the buffs and, and um, the health pools that kind of have increased and stuff like that is going to make for more survivability, more playability. I guess just for people to spend more time less dead, you know what I mean? Yeah. That way they can enjoy the fights longer. So hey, I, in I, I Increasing the time to kill. Yeah, I, I at first glance, I think I'm gonna be very okay with it, just because again, um, again, more survivability, being able to at least extend the fights, have more fun because we always have fun with the fights more so than anything else. And obviously, if you're not, I guess it's gonna encourage team play as well in a way because obviously, if you want to take out these beefy DPS or beefy tanks or whatever, you're gonna you're gonna have to rely more on on team, a little bit more team play. Uh, oh, and and things like that. So again, I won't be able to give my full full thoughts until I experience it. But at a first glance, uh, what I've seen with the patch notes, I, I'm excited. Again, um, a lot of these guys are getting big health pulls, more health pulls. A lot of my favorite characters are getting um, health pulls. The only one is Wrecking Ball, just got a little bit more armor. Big whoop, whoop to do. I'm over here twirling my thumb. He needs he needs something quick. Diva got a little bit more of, of, of a health pull and. I think some other stuff, but for the most part, I, I, it's going to be fun. Again, something fresh. I actually like the whole take where Overwatch just tries something different every so often to keep the game fresh and engaging. I, I don't see why they would, you know, give us season fives and season nines where I'm feeling 
like it's just not something that i want to play and so they did the same thing with season six where they kind of just brought out some new stuff i i wouldn't mind every four or five seasons just for them to revamp and try different things again experiment experimenting is healthy i think for just the games you know until they find that sweet spot that everybody can enjoy yeah i agree i agree i think uh in terms of the trailer uh there was a lot of good things i think one of the biggest things that the people are talking about is the rank reset which i think is a big win for the player base because you know all those people that complain about being hard stuck or oh man i wish i could start over because i sucked at the beginning and now i'm good but all those early games are holding me back like this is gonna put new weight on the first bit of uh what do you call them the your 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 ranking matches i I forget there's a term for them in the game but uh you know it's it's gonna there's gonna be really heavy weight on those games and whether you win or lose those games uh and it's gonna put you like in 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 the rank that it believes that you're supposed to be in there's Mm -hmm. also the jade weapons which a lot of people are kind of like iffy about uh some people like them a lot of people don't but uh i think that's good if you follow up with like the dev blogs and stuff like that you can see that this is going to be a like a yearly thing so this year if you don't get jade weapons that's it yeah so that kind of hints at like next year we're gonna have something else and then we're gonna have something else the year after so it's not just gonna be gold guns for everybody all the time it's gonna be gold then if you played overwatch in 24 it's gonna be emerald or jade actually then you know next year maybe we get diamond or platinum or some some sort of other special kind of weapon uh, to show to to show that we played during purple. that that time amethyst amethyst is purple right or pinkish amethyst yeah amethyst purple uh, so so yeah that that's that's going to be a, a positive thing uh the eldritch horror you know kind of theme for the skins I think is amazing. That's one thing Overwatch never misses with. Like rarely, or maybe I I would say not never, but rarely <laughs> misses with their skins because there's a lot of good looking skins. I like the Mora one. Um, I, there was a Sigma one that I'm I'm buying day one too. Um, what else do we have in there? A new mode, Cosmic Crisis, a little co-op event that we're gonna have. Um, we're also going to have the new uh, Tower Defense mode. That we're gonna be able to play together, um, and then most of course you you mentioned the uh, the new crossover with uh, Cowboy Bebop. Uh, I never I've never watched it, but I know of it. You know everybody knows that song. Even I knew at the end, like oh Cowboy Bebop, that's awesome. So uh, we'll see. I'll get, maybe that'll give me more reason to go and check it out. I know it's one of like the highest rated animes out there. Um, uh, in terms of the or you know what, better than the anime, I'll just watch the Netflix show. <laughs> yeah uh, right yeah <laughs> but in terms of the patch notes again i'm going to reiterate it again the best overwatch is an overwatch that's changing i think as long as they're making changes i was positive about it then i'm positive about it now um and it's not just that they're moving the health pools further but they're also going to make it easier to hit shots so that let's see where that falls in terms of like leveling out i think uh I think the only thing right now, it doesn't have me worried, but that I think is going to be crazy is the new passive to the DPS where they're going to debuff healing. So that's going to make you, that's going to make you, 
that's going to make it so that it's a lot more important that your DPS are doing something and focusing on the right character. I think if that's an amazing part, first it, and foremost. Like, I, I, think, I think it's a very good change because DPS have kind of been the, the, character that, the characters right now that are like forgotten. You know, yeah. like, yes, you're going to duel or whatever. And a lot of people say like, oh, well, why would I want to play DPS if I can play BAP? And I could heal myself. I can immortality myself and I can still take those duels or Kiriko where I can go in kind of just duel a DPS with that headshot modifier she has, Suzu myself if I'm in trouble and then TP out like and have absolutely no, um, what do you call it? Consequences because like that, all of that is free. I get a free chance at, at headshotting somebody like two or three times. And if I don't do it, boom, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, so I think this debuff of healing is going to be big. But it's going to make DPS a lot more important, which is good. But it's also being that it's the role that I play the least. I'm thinking like, man, if my DPS are not playing with the team and giving us that debuff, whereas their DPS are debuffing me as the tank in the front line, so I'm getting 20% less healing, like, that's going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> and it, or like if your DPS are dead... Or if one of your DPS dies and they're and they have two people debuffing our team and we only have one or none, like DPS are going to be a lot more important, uh, which is good, good for them because I know the DPS yeah. players have been like, oh, like <laughs> what's the, what's the point? Uh, one shots are kind of going to be very. I don't think they're going to be gone completely, but they're going to be hard to pull off. Um, I think. Uh, Discord is going to be crazy. Uh, I've also heard that... Uh, I've also heard that the... The builders, which would be Torbjorn and Symmetra, their buildables, which are Torbjorn's turret and Symmetra's turrets, are going to count for that debuff. Oh. So they, they will also get that like healing debuff, give that healing the debuff healing, to like yeah. to like other characters so if you place them like sneakily boom you know you want to jump on that person right as they start to get hit by those things so yeah. it's only a two second debuff so it's not anything crazy but a lot can happen in two seconds when the team works together so i'm i'm super excited and it, uh, again this patch is dropping tomorrow in the afternoon so i'm super excited for season nine super super excited mm-hmm Mm -hmm. uh, any other things that stood out to you as far as uh, some of the changes or no no uh, just that uh, that debuff was I think it's a great first start I'm sure there's going to be some changes to it later on but I think that's just to make DPS a little bit more responsible as far as what they can and cannot do during the game I know like you had mentioned DPS just kind of are just there and they're just there to deal damage right but there's no real I guess benefit because anybody can deal damage and you know do what a DPS does so having that Change right there really should help out the DPS be a little bit more. Um, what's that word? Not responsible now, but a little bit more. Oh no, responsible DPS. Where have yeah. you been, bro? Have you, when have you played Overwatch? Have you played ever? <laughs> uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess a little bit more meaningful, right? Uh, a little bit more in just impactful. yeah, impactful. Impactful. So yeah. so that that's gonna be a good change. I know once in a while we'll play DPS whenever we don't feel like because we know that 
And tank is the one which just there's one tank you have a lot of pressure on you you have a lot of responsibility for your team and then support obviously to keep others alive or uh, to buff debuff to support your characters and you know deep and sometimes i usually i usually play dps whenever i'm not not that i'm not taking it seriously right but when i want to play a little casual or not try too hard i'll, I'll play i'll play somebody who can just spray or do something when i don't when i don't feel like you know having that weight on my shoulders yeah, so again, the DPS are going to be having, you know, more impact with that passive. Uh, the shots are going to be a lot more, con I wouldn't say easier. Yes, they are going to be easier to hit, but a lot more, you're going to feel a lot more consistent from top to bottom with uh, placing your shots with the size, you know, changes that they're doing to a lot of these, uh, you know, some of the, what would you call them, projectiles and stuff like that. Um, and Farah, Farah got a huge change. Yeah. So uh, she's not, they're kind of, we, we had talked about it before that they're kind of supposed to go against like those, uh, what do you call them? Like skybox pharaohs that play just way up in the air and are super good at managing like their, their fuel and stuff like that. And they just never touch the ground the whole match. Now you're going to have to touch the ground, but with the trade-off that you have a lot more maneuverability in the air and you're going to be able to dash, uh, what do you call it? Like horizontally and stuff like that. Yeah. And not just play this vertical game where like you're like five pixels in the air. So uh, that's gonna be cool. I'm I'm super pumped. I'm super excited, and you know I'll be on Overwatch probably minus a lot of money because it's gonna be some good skins. Oh yeah, uh, as, as put, I'm sure. in your pocket. Yeah, easy. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm ready. Anything else you want to throw out there? Overwatch or gaming wise in general? No, no, that, that's it for me. Just excited for tomorrow, just because I hope there's any talent direct. Uh, any, any news, is any video game news is good news, so I'm just excited to be here. <laughs> In the yeah, you, huh? you, might, you might be right, because I think, I think the last couple of times, I think we podcast, and then the next day, either you yeah, will text you or I'll text you, and there, we just go, bang, there it is, <laughs> like... So I'm I hoping mean, for one of those. You're right. Maybe, you're right. So. Maybe maybe the streak's broke. I mean, the streak continues or the streak lives on. Let's see. Oh, that's a good. That's a good one. But uh, if if we do get a Nintendo Direct, of course we'll uh, we'll we'll check it out. And if it's uh, you know newsworthy, we'll give you another episode at some point this week and just give you our quick thoughts. But uh, that's it for me. Anything else from you, Marcus? If not, just uh, take us out. I oh, know that's it. That's it. Uh, but aside from that. It's been about a week. We're pretty much back on schedule from the way we do things. So we're hoping for Unintended Direct. We're hoping, you know, it was a great Super Bowl. We're hoping for more uh, TV shows, movies. You know, looking forward to a lot of things. If you haven't checked out last week's episode, it was a recap of news again. We went over App, uh, Apple Vision Pro, Microsoft exclusives, and just a lot of um, Avatar live action adaptations and just a lot of news in general. Again, it hasn't been a lot of news, but it's been, we talk about it. We love to talk. So, Please feel free to give us a listen to. And other than that, thank you guys for a good night. We are the Meta or Nerds. We'll talk to y'all later. Later.